Sometimes this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. You gotta get back up and shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. for joining us on this Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. What an absolute pleasure. How good was that, huh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the great Irrational Times providing the new intro, the crowd-funded intro to this broadcast. Thank you so much. He's in the chat. I will put uh, the link for Irrational Times as a YouTube channel in the chat for you. Kitty's doing a great job. Absolutely wonderful. I will I will have to play it again because uh, the podcast audience won't get to hear it otherwise. So I'll play it again in a couple of minutes and then we'll move on to other stuff. But thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like I said, crowdfunded. So Irrational Times called into the Discord one night. We had a chat. Uh, we found out that he's a professional musician, so we passed the hat around. So the boogers, ladies and gentlemen, collectively threw in through Patreon and through DLive their tips and we hired Irrational Times to make that song for us and I couldn't be fucking happier. I was blown away. I was expecting just like an audio file sent through <laughs> and instead I get this thing and I'm watching it and I'm fucking laughing and jumping around in my seat. I thought it was fantastic. So thanks so much to the amazingly talented Irrational Times. Uh, if you came in late, don't worry, we will, we will play it again in a couple of minutes just once more through. So uh, the podcast audience can hear what Irrational Times has given to us. But thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's recommend... I had to change up the intro a little bit. I hope you don't mind. Uh, tonight's recommended drink, as always, ladies and gentlemen, cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, crackers. This is the wine and sack, uh, crackers broadcast, appropriately, on this Easter long weekend. Thank you so much for joining us. So much to get through in so little time. This could go either way tonight. I mean, I've got fun stuff. I want to have some fun. Don't you want to have some fun? Um, I've got a lot of over-policing stories, which we can make fun, but there's probably going to be a lot of people out there and go, oh, I don't really like this. I don't like this too much. Uh, once again, my little alerts are not working, so allow me just to refresh that. Thank you for joining us. So we can have fun tonight, and I do have a couple of clips that we can have a little fun with. So it could go either way. I'm ho I'm hopeful that we're going to have fun. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogie bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about your Easter long weekend, like we can really annoy people tonight with some of the stuff that I've got. If you want, if you want, we can really offend people. We can offend longtime listeners to this program. As you know, I'm always looking for opportunities to turn fans into hate figures. I want to, I, every single show, if I, if I don't make at least one fan hate me, then 
I don't think I'm doing my job. So I think we can do that tonight if we go that way. If we decide to go down that path. So interesting times ahead. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to leave a tip for tonight's program, then you can do so a couple of ways. The preferred method being heading to dlive.tv slash boogie bumper, getting some of those beautiful, soury little succulent lemons and leaving those slippery little suckers in my fruit bowl or the link below, streamlabs.com slash boogie bumper. I'm sure you will do it anyway, says Follow Probably, I probably will. You've been around long enough. Follow has been here for what, two years? Two and a half years or something? I think he gets it. <laughs> Thank you for the diamond gypsy. Where would you? Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? So let's see how many people we can offend tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But before we get too far down the road, before we have a little fun on this Easter long weekend, I will, as promised, play again for you the intro to the new intro, the crowdsourced intro to the Daily Boogie podcast, ladies and gentlemen, provided by the wonderfully talented Irrational Times I will put the link in the chat one more time for Rational Times' YouTube page. So you can all go over there and see what he... He also does shows like fun little game shows and stuff. Fun, cool and fun for the whole family, ladies and gentlemen. And he's very close to a 1,000 subscribers. So please, if you can, head over to uh, Rational Times' YouTube page. Give him a follow. Give him a subscribe. Uh, get him up to a 1,000. So as a professional musician, he can make actual real money off YouTube. <laughs> instead of instead of just the boogers so uh, and again all jokes aside uh, a big give yourself give yourselves a round of applause passing the hat around we were able to do two things we were able to get a new theme song and we were able to uh, feed for a short time a struggling professional musician in this dying western economy so thank you so much to the boogers the patreon subscribers the d live tippers and of course the amazingly talented Irrational Times. And we'll play this through one more time so you podcast listeners can get an earful of what we're so excited about. Here we go. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More at 11. We used to say that 
the discos got shut down. You can blow them up, but we'll still find the groove. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bump tonight. If we're going down, we're going down with the boogie. Come on, boogie bumper, everybody go boogie bumper tonight. If it's going down, let's go down with the boogie. Come on, boogie bumper, everybody go boogie bumper tonight. Hi, that's right. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Bumper? I didn't even know. It's the daily boogie. It's the daily boogie. It's the daily boogie. It's the daily boogie bumper. Sometimes this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. You gotta get back up and shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The Great Irrational Times. Thank you so much once again. Absolutely love it. Even worked in little lines from the show. It can never happen here. Bumper. I didn't even know her. Of course, relating to my entirely fictional history of uh, sexually exploiting vulnerable young women that oh wait that, did i say that or just think it i'm <laughs> sure that'll be fine thank you for joining us on this edition of the daily boogie podcast i'd like to have a little bit of fun uh also one more shout out very quick shout out to uh joy of pessy if you didn't catch the sp- surprise friday night edition of joy of pessy i had an absolute fucking ball we reviewed if you don't know what joy of pessy is then what the hell is wrong with you but besides that uh, Joy of Pessy, a show, a guy, first and foremost, a great guy who does a show on DLive, dlive.tv slash Joy of Pessy. Make sure you're following. Um, <coughs> pardon me. So he invites people on, other streamers um, most of the time, or just, you know, friends of his, to watch crappy videos and make sarcastic comments about the videos. So it's a great show. And I was obviously born for that role. So I was in, I was lucky enough to get the invite for Joy of Pessy to go on a special Friday night edition of Joy of Pessy on DLive. We we've, we reviewed a uh, a police video, a police training video from like I think the late 80s. I, did, I can't even remember what time it was. I think it was late 80s, early 90s. And I had an absolute ball because in the past, whenever I've been invited onto other people's programs, I was saying this pre-show to JJ Stoner who was also on the show, and shout out to JJ Stoner, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. Another great show this morning, Mukbang Mondays. Make sure you're there. Um, I, whenever I've been invited on shows before in the past, it's always been like serious political stuff. Or even, you know, if it hasn't been 100% serious, it's been mostly serious stuff that I've had to do. So I really enjoy just, you know, being, you know, Boogie as if you knew me, like sitting on the couch, drinking a beer, having a conversation. It was a great, it was a great time, great fun. And I'm hopeful that I'll be able to do it again soon. I think Joy of Pessy uh, enjoyed having me on. I hope he did. Otherwise, he's a fucking liar, <laughs> which I'm sure he's not. But I had a great time. So uh, if you want to catch up with that, 
it's on BitChute. So subscribe to Joy of Pessy on BitChute, the replay from Friday night show. Uh, I think it's called Surviving Edged Weapons. We had a great time. Many a laugh was had. So let's get into tonight's program, ladies and gentlemen. So much to get through, so little time. Pocket wallet. <laughs> oh, shit. Now I've just given him the soundbite. No! That's <laughs> a little inside joke. Um, during the stream, I, you know, if you don't know Pocket Sand, if you're not a fan of King of the Hill, then you won't get the fucking reference. But uh, one guy in the video took his wallet out of his pocket and threw it in the policeman's face. And while he was was distracted, he rushed in with a knife. So, you know, I said, pocket wallet. And JJ started losing his shit, but he was really upset because uh, the voice grab wasn't clear enough to go on his soundboard. And people don't really know uh, what I'm saying. They think I'm saying I swallow, I follow, whatever it is. So he, (laughs) he was really pissed off. So he messaged me and said, oh, can you record yourself saying pocket wallet again? And I'm like, ah, man, it was in the moment. It was in the moment. We can't ruin the moment. It was just a one-off thing. It was in the moment. If I recreate it, it's not going to be the same. And then he's just come in here. He's just waltzed in here and put pocket wallet in the chat. And I've repeated it like a fucking trained monkey. And now he's got his soundbite. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) Idiot boogie bumper. Thank you for joining us on the Daily Boogie program. Like I said, I'd like to have a little fun. And... Nothing is more fun to me than pensioners being put in life-threatening situations. This is live, uh, SL Hines, whatever your name is. No, it's actually pre-recorded, but I'm from the future. I'm doing this tomorrow, your time. So that's how I knew that you would be in the chat right now asking if this is live or pre-recorded, because I've already done this, even though it's the first time for you. Great Scott! I love pensioners being put in life-threatening situations. And this story, I don't know why, just made me laugh for a ridiculously long time. Pensioner thrown from fighter jet after accidentally pulling ejector lever (laughs) mid-flight. Just the imagery of it. Just the imagery. I am new to your channel. That's okay. You can stay. Thank you for joining us. I knew you were going to say that too. As far as retirement gifts go, a ride in a 70 million pound fighter jet is up there as one of the most memorable, especially if you pull the ejector seat halfway through the flight. (laughs) That is exactly what happened to 64 year old Frenchman who was sent up in a Raphael B at an airbase in Saint-Dizier, Northwestern France, despite the fact he had never expressed a desire to take part in a flight like this, according to an incident report. As the plane started a sudden and rapid ascent, he gripped for dear life to the ejector seat lever. (laughs) You can just imagine it. The guy's doing flippy flips. He's doing loop-de-loops. He's flying around, you know, breaking Mark 1. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. And then just grabs onto the thing in front of him. And then next thing you know, Grandpa's up in the sky. (laughs) Where's Grandpa? (laughs) <laughs> Where'd he go? God, I wish there was a video for it. If if anybody knows if there's a video for this, I need to see this old bastard getting thrown out of the fighter jet. <laughs> I have to see that. Like the smile and the, and the fear and then that moment. Out he goes. At two and a half thousand feet, he shot out of the top of the plane at high speed, losing his helmet in the process got to have that strap on tight before landing with minor injuries in a field near the German border. (laughs) A report by the Bureau of Inquiry and Analysis 
in Paris also found that it was only good by, by good fortune that the pilot had not also been ejected as a result. Apparently, the pilot was supposed to go too. When one person pulls the ejector, both of them are supposed to shoot out, but there was some kind of malfunction, which meant the pilot was able to fly the plane back. We could fake one, says Nova Moon. What a rush, man. <laughs> Iceman in the chat. Follow Iceman 4433, ladies and gentlemen. The report said that the situation generated a feeling of stress for the passenger. No shit. He's in a fighter jet. And this was particularly felt during the ejection seat briefing where he had to assimilate a large amount of information in a very short time. So he was given he was given advice, do not pull this lever. Did he smoosh into the glass? God, I hope so, Teddy. God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> So during the briefing, he's there in his, you know, little pilot's outfit. He's got a little, his little helmet on. And they're saying to him, now, sir, do not pull on this lever. Whatever you grab for in the cockpit, do not touch the red button. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Next thing you know, out he goes. The report said, uh, in addition, the stress of surprise has been magnified by the complete lack of military aviation experience. The passenger said he had a complete lack of knowledge of the aeronautical environment and its constraints, having never flown on a military aircraft. And there he is. There's the plane leaving him behind. And there's the old, the kindly old gentleman floating down, <laughs> down to earth. Oh, hang on. Sorry, I didn't have my sounds on again. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted sub, Becca. Most appreciated. So there you have it. I love stories like that. Just, um, I, just that's the kind of thing when the world is getting you down, you can you can lay back, kick back, and imagine uh, an old man accidentally pulling the ejector seat in a fighter jet, hitting the glass on his way out, and it's screaming all the way down to earth. That shit brings me joy. That puts a smile on my face. because that's the kind of guy I am. Thank you for joining us. Another story for your fun, for your amusement. Before we get into some semi-serious stuff, which isn't going to be too serious, because I want to have a bit of fun today. And like I said, hopefully um, offend a whole bunch of people. Florida man arrested. It's another. We haven't done one of these for a while. What the fuck is going on in Florida? Florida man arrested twice in two days for impersonating a police officer because the first time wasn't enough. He got arrested and then let out of prison and they said, okay, don't you go around impersonating police officers again? And he took out his badge and flashed it to him. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> twice in two days. A Florida man is back in jail for impersonating a law enforcement officer just days after he was arrested. Well, I thought it was two days. Damn lying headlines. Just days after he was arrested for the exact same charge, sheriff's officials say. Leroy Stoldemeyer, 60, was arrested March 11 after investigators got a tip from a toll bridge attendant who showed them a video of a man flashing a law enforcement badge twice on March 11 to avoid paying a $2 toll. Wow. That is one cheap son of a bitch. <laughs> like... He wasn't impersonating a police officer to, you know, rob a bank. He wasn't impersonating a police officer to rape some woman or something. No, he was impersonating a police officer to get out of paying $2. 
at the road toll. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Well, the fake badge cost me $25. After 30, after 15 trips, this thing's going to pay for its fucking self. <laughs> All I've got to do is get away with it 15 times and I'll be set. On-duty officers are allowed to cross the bridge free of charge, officials said. A toll booth attendant told investigators that Stoltemeyer flashed the silver badge at him and he in turn showed the man an article about his arrest for impersonating an officer. He said Stoltemeyer then put the badge away and paid the toll. <laughs> so he's flashed the badge on the first day and they've let him through. And the and the toll the guy working at the toll booth was like, nah, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right to me. So he's called up the police. The police have investigated. They've said, no, this guy is not one of ours. He's not. He's impersonating a police officer. We're going to put out a warrant for his arrest. So the guy has kept the article saying that they are now looking for the guy who's flashing the badge to get out of paying the $2 toll. He shows up at the fucking toll again. And he tries to flash the badge to the same guy. And the guy shows him, well, actually, sir, here's an article saying that you're impersonating a police officer and they're trying to arrest you. Oh, Oh, that's a shame. Tell you what, don't mind that. Here, here's two dollars. <laughs> like he thought maybe he maybe he'd made everything all right now. Oh shit, they're out to arrest me. I better stop doing it. <laughs> People are so fucked in the head. Sheriff Rick Starley said Stoldemeyer was arrested on March 9 on charges of impersonating an officer and shoplifting. That's more like it. On March 11, he was charged with a felony violation of pretrial release and impersonating an officer. He was being held without bond. Quote, This guy clearly has not learned his lesson and has no respect for the law. Two days after his release, he is already up to his old tricks. We know already that he thinks he can get out of shoplifting and paying tolls with his fake badge. There you have it. Well done. God, I love those Florida stories. Since we're on the theme, how about another story of people impersonating police officers, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for joining us. You're on the Daily Boogie. It's frightening, you know, um, it's very frightening because we don't really know what their intentions are. On Friday, several men in reflective vests waved drivers off the road, funneling them into a roadblock on the west end of Greeley. Detectives say the men were impersonating police and threatened the drivers with a COVID-19 citation <laughs> for being out on the road. <laughs> Again, I don't, like, what's wrong with kids these days? If I can sound like an old man, what's wrong with the kids these days? If you're going to impersonate a police officer, at least make it worthwhile, right? So they, these guys are impersonating police officers to do boring police work. This would be like, you know, walking into a police station, flashing a fake badge, and then saying, is there any paperwork you'd like me to fill out? You know what I mean? At least, if you're going to impersonate a police officer, at least do something with it. Like I said, steal shit, rape somebody, do something. I've got a great, I've got a great idea. Why don't we impersonate police officers? Because you know coronavirus is everywhere now. They're really worried. Yeah, we're worried about the coronavirus. The police aren't doing enough. Why don't we impersonate police officers, and then we'll set up a roadblock. 
and then we'll tell people that they have to go home. <laughs> what a sad bunch of fucking losers. You're impersonating coppers, man. Go nuts. You can do whatever you want. Oh, I want to set up roadblocks and question people. N- police don't want to do that. <laughs> rape some- Piper, I was like, rape someone? We had a story here in Australia a few years ago that uh, there was a guy on one of the major highways who was impersonating police uh, police officer. So he'd throw the light up on the roof of his car and he'd pull people over on the highway in the middle of the night and rape them. <laughs> and like male or female, it didn't matter to this guy. He was just raping everybody. I don't even know if they caught him. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you're going to impersonate a police officer, at least break the law, right, beyond impersonation. These guys are breaking the law of impersonating a police officer in order to help the police do police work. It's completely counterproductive to me. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. That used to happen here a good bit. Well, there you go. At that same time in Erie, Colorado, a woman saw flashing lights in her rearview mirror. The man was posing as a police officer and told the woman to return home due to Colorado's stay-at-home order. (laughs) But the midget... There, it's a bureaucrat's fetish, Henry St. George Tucker Bumper in the chat. So they're impersonating a police officer. Uh, well, well, young lady, do you know why I pulled you over today? Uh, no, sir, I was under the limb. I pulled you over today. Haven't you heard that there's a coronavirus pandemic? Why don't you get your sweet ass, ass home immediately? I don't want you out here unnecessarily. Don't make me write up a ticket for you now. Oh, okay, officer. Ah. Uh, Justice is served. <laughs> like uh, maybe it's like the guys who dress up in army gear who have never been in the military. Like these these do these are dudes who just always wanted to be in the police force. Maybe they're now unemployed supermarket mall cops, right? They're unemployed security guards at the mall. They always wanted to be police, but they couldn't pass the test, or they were too obese, or they were too fucking stupid, or whatever the problem was. They couldn't get the they couldn't get into the academy. And now they're like, well, I'm just doing my bit. I'm just doing my bit to chip in. I'm helping out. I've got to police something. I've been moving, you know, teenagers on from the front of the shopping mall for the last 10 years. And now, like, I, there is no use for me. Get myself a blue light and hit the streets. Because our boys in blue need the support. They need all the support they need. <laughs> So they're pulling people over. Please go home. Okay. Wow. The man then reportedly followed her to her home oh, before leaving on. the area. Erie PD says this was not their officer. Then last week in Aurora, a woman was pulled over by a vehicle with red and blue flashing lights. And Shit. she too was questioned for being out. Why? He asked her for her driver's license and she gave it to him. And then he gave it back and just told her she was free to leave. <laughs> Just so strange. <laughs> I don't understand why they're doing this. <laughs> I don't understand the appeal. We have our address on our ID, so is it possible that that's what the man was after? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's the most concerning thing. It has her name. It has, you know, potentially her. But they didn't do anything. They said, okay, see you later. Off you go. <laughs> they just wanted to help the community. 
and just chipping in for the community. Current address, you know, date of birth, other things on there. Aurora police say it's important to note they are not pulling random cars over to question drivers oh, yes, about no. where. No, they're doing far worse than that, believe it or not. <laughs> they're going. They're also not demanding drivers provide proof that they're an essential employee. Oh, I read a great story earlier. I don't know if I've put it in the show rundown or not. Yes, I this look at this fucking story. Cuz just cuz she said essential employee. Listen, look have a look at the size of the balls on this guy. He must have to walk around with his balls in a wheelbarrow this chap. Dealer with 57,000 pounds of cocaine in his car says he's a key worker. A, a man who put on a high-vis vest to try and trick police into thinking he was a key worker is facing jail after he was found with nearly 60,000 pounds worth of cocaine in his car. Uh, this guy might be my hero of the week. Ben Evans, 26, tried to pass himself off as an essential worker during the lockdown when he was stopped in the early hours of the morning. Police did not believe him, and when they searched his blue Ford Focus, they found a parcel containing a stash of cocaine with a street value of £57,000. <laughs> so you can just imagine the guy getting pulled over by the cops. No, no, mate, you got to let me go. I'm an essential worker. Like, I work down in a hospital. Like, people are going to fucking die, mate, if you don't let me out of here. <laughs> Oh, please, we'll give you a police escort. Come on now. What are you pulling me over for? Government said I'm allowed to be out here. I'm, a, I'm an essential officer. Probably sniffing and wiping his nose constantly. I'm, a, I'm an essential worker, mate. you got to let me go. You don't understand. There's people in a hospital right now who are waiting for my fucking skilled hands to save them from the, uh, uh, what's it called there, the, uh, the virus there. You know what I mean? <laughs> 60,000 pounds worth of cocaine in the car. What balls. I love this guy. Exactly. Follow us, citizen. We'll get you there. <laughs> we'll get you down to the hospital. Lickety split. <coughs> Pardon me. A spokeswoman a spokeswoman for DiFed Powies Police said Evans was pulled over on the A40 near Brecon Powies for a routine lockdown stop. She said Evans was the driver of the vehicle, was wearing high-visibility work clothing and said he was on his way home after working all night as a key worker. Acting on previous intelligence, Evans was arrested for drug offences. So he was already arrested for drug offences. That is not the time to be out there trying to get through lockdowns when you know police are looking for you already. <laughs> police searched the vehicle and found a large package wrapped in brown tape, which was later confirmed to be cocaine, with the estimated value around £57,000. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Our hero of the week, I think. All right, where should we go from here? Uh, let's, let's, stick with our, let's stick with our policing theme, shall we? A little bit of news from down under, ladies and gentlemen. The Easter long weekend has come and gone. And as you can imagine, like we spoke about this like a month ago on this program, that once police were handed these new powers, I'm not saying all police are shitty, but once police were handed these new powers to like harass, arrest people and harass people, 
and kick down doors, which we'll get to in a moment, and fine people and throw people in prison for doing essentially nothing. You know, for just walking around outside or perhaps standing in a group of three people on the street. We knew once they were handed these powers that they would be frothing at the mouth, right? Because that's what happens. So let's have a look at a the weekend of policing here in Australia. It was the make or break weekend for Australia's fight against coronavirus. Why? Millions told to stay indoors. It was it was the make or break weekend for coronavirus. Why? Who decided that? <laughs> Brett Harris in the chat, who's a Victorian uh, from the southern, the southern, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> I'm in New South Wales. He's he's beneath us in Victoria. He's from the People's Democratic Republic of Victoria, that we like to call. Four people were fined sixteen hundred dollars in Victoria for wandering the streets looking for drugs. Really? How did they know what they were looking for? Seems a little pre-crimey, if you ask me over a sunny Easter long weekend. But hundreds were fined for breaking social distancing laws <laughs> despite the warnings. The question now, whether the fines stack up in court. He's all alone, but it's still against the rules. Wow. Police in a forgiving mood on Easter Monday, letting the lone swimmer off with a warning. With a fucking warning. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Standing there on the beach. Oi! Get out of there. You're putting lives at risk. Um the only guy in the ocean. <laughs> Unbelievable. Officers on patrol up and down the coast. And in Centennial Park, there were social distancing checks as we worked off that holiday chocolate. Many of the tickets were people who had been given multiple warnings, which I think from my perspective is a really good indication that police are doing their best to apply this power reasonably. <laughs> no, look, you don't understand. Exactly. Are you exercising without a permit? <laughs> you know, you don't understand. Uh, we told this man to... Uh, Stop swimming in the ocean on his own with nobody around him for fucking kilometres at least three times. So we had to find him. I think that's a pretty good indicator that we're not doing anything out of the ordinary here. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. Easter could be the most important weekend in our fight against the coronavirus. Mm. Australians have done... And sanity. ...what we had hoped and more. But there were still a handful of incidents that included incidents. a sickening prank in Port Stephens. Oh, what, what was Passenger the Passenger leant out of the window and coughed at these two elderly people, oh. causing them a great deal of distress. They yep. laughed inside the vehicle and drove off. Yep. Several of the... Long weekend tickets were issued to people who headed away. To... Don't go outside then. Don't go outside then. If people coughing scares you and causes you distress, I'm sorry, don't leave the fucking house. Where, how am I wrong? Thank you for the diamond beggar. Stop and frisk, copper feel. If the, if the idea of somebody coughing in your vicinity gives you stress and, you know, gives you discomfort, which is fine, you're allowed to feel that way, then don't fucking go outside. Right? Like, why do we need to lock everyone up to prevent you from having that experience? I, I just don't fucking get it. 
and I'll lock everybody up, lock everybody up to save my life. Why can't you just stay home? <laughs> I don't know. Despite the repeated warnings, that that, is- that must that must be so crazy. That's conspiracy theory. That's a, what a ridiculous suggestion to make. This guy is talking about flouting the rules. Included a group of four men caught camping near Lithgow and a couple seen in a North Coast community accessible. Kitty Razor in the chat, Savage, says uh, this this particular reporter looks like a goblin. Ouch. (laughs) Maybe that's why she's the one that's allowed outside. Maybe maybe the newsroom is willing to sacrifice her. Only by boat. 219 tickets have been issued. 219 infringement notices at $1,000 a pop is what? $219,000? Over one, over two days. $219,000 rolling in the coffers, filling up the bank account of the state government. How, how about that? $200,000. We'll have ourselves a nice little Christmas party now. Woo! In New South Wales over the past few days. Fewer- and that just goes into consolidated revenue, by the way. That doesn't have to be allocated. You know how people say, well, we need to find people because we need to build more roads, build more schools and uh, you know, upgrade the parks. No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. That stuff's already budgeted previously. Shit from fines goes into what they call consolidated revenue, which means they can spend it on whatever the fuck they want than half the number issued in Queensland. For- New South Wales, Natty C in the chat, who I believe her husband is a police officer. New South Wales has issued $500,000 worth of fines since fining was introduced. And so what? We're in the first month of this. So you would expect, you know, over the next two months, there's probably going to be less fines issued. Generally speaking, you think that less people are going to, once more news gets out about more people getting fined, so maybe um, this will cost, uh, you know, people who are essentially breaking no law collectively a million dollars. No problem. Nothing to see here. 496, including one man. Who- Rusty with a great suggestion in the chat. Save money, hire fake cops. They do it for free. Who flew to Mor- <laughs> Let's just start deputising people. Let's start handing out badges to the impersonators. Morton Island for a picnic twice. But with hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of fines handed out since March 17, the question now is whether they will hold up in court. (laughs) Pardon me. I'm no legal expert, but shouldn't we have decided whether the fines will, you know, be legal before we started handing them out? (laughs) This is is Keystone Cops shit. Shouldn't, Shouldn't we have decided whether or not the fines were, you know, legally binding before we started finding people? No, 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 we haven't got time for that. Just start finding them now. We'll figure it out as we go along. <laughs> Unfucking believable. They find a Queensland guy for travelling too far on a Tinder date. Sex is exercise, my man. 
Legal experts say there is room to challenge. That the COVID laws are deliberately flexible and mm -hmm. encourage the community to behave with common sense, but also encourage police to exercise. Thank you for the Diamond Piper, Ohio. As their discretion in a sensible way, and so it follows then that the courts will adopt the same approach. Kelly Fedor, Nine News. Ah, tip to the Fedora. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's happening down here. So I want to show you this video. It's it's going viral. I tweeted this out earlier. This is from the UK, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a guy filming the police who kicked down his door in the UK to question him about whether or not he had a social gathering inside his own home. And again, if you haven't been listening to the last few weeks of this program, you won't see the progression here. You won't see how, you know, regulars to this show will not be surprised by this story at all. Because we, we, we were, we've been covering this, this whole process since the government's... We covered the initial story from the UK, which was like three weeks ago, where they were talking about citizens may get fined £1,000 for breaking social distancing rules. And then we were like, this is going to escalate. They're going to start locking people up. And then they started locking people up. And then we've had stories since of undercover police in different countries going into hotel rooms to break up orgies, right? So now it's like, well, you're not allowed to, uh, you know, do things inside your own home now. Remember, they were saying, oh, backyard barbecues and stuff, dobbing your neighbours if somebody comes over to visit and shit. It's gone completely out of control. So this story to us, the regulars here, like this is just seems like a natural progression, exactly the way we predicted it to go. But if you're just coming into this over-policing aspect of coronavirus now, you're going to be freaked the fuck out by this. So let's have a look. Right. Listen to us. Hello. Look at that. They've knocked his, so they've knocked his fucking door down. There's four of them there. Listen to us. Listen to us, young man. And just uh, before we go too far here, I'm not an anti-police kind of guy. Never have been. But I think in this particular instance, I think the guy who is filming treats the boys in blue and the girl in blue with the appropriate level of respect after they essentially break into his home. No probable cause, no warrant, no nothing. They just break into his house and start questioning him in his own home and start going around his house looking for shit. I think he treats them with the appropriate level of respect that they deserve after an incident like this. No, this is in the UK, Hillbilly Harry. We've had a call, haven't we? Because we've had a call, but otherwise, right. there, there might be something going on here, so <laughs> right. we need to double-check. I appreciate what, what you're saying want? about... We, there might be something going on here, so we need to double-check. Who the fuck are you, love? Who the fuck are you? This is my house. Social distancing, so I'm keeping yeah. the distance. Now, fuck off. Now I love it. <laughs> They've kicked out his door. They break in. Now listen here, right? We have we're under we're here because we have a suspicion that something might be going on. He's like, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And she's like, so we just need to check on things. And he's like, uh-huh. Okay. Fuck off. 
It just gets better. Stay away from me. What's your name? The irony of it, the fact that they're there to investigate whether or not he's breaching the social distancing rules, they're all standing fucking side by side and they're getting in his personal space. We're just here to make sure you're not breaching the social distancing rules. He's like, you're fucking doing it now. (laughs) You're doing it to me right now. Stay away. You dumb bitch. (laughs) They're there investigating the law that they are breaking. What are you doing in my house? Fuck. What are you doing in my house? I'll just explain to you. What are you doing? I'll just explain to you. Explain outside. I'll just explain to you why we're here. We've got the call, there's a disturbance, that's why I'm like, what, so you kick me down? See, and I th- I'm somebody who thinks that people don't uh, respect the police enough now, right? Like, I was a little shit when I was younger, but if the cops told you something when I was, like, when I was a kid, it wasn't that long ago, but we did some shit when we were younger, but it, when the cops, you know, stopped you and questioned you and <clears throat> told you to get the fuck home and kick you in the ass. We did it, man. It was like, yes, sir. No, I still say sir when I'm pulled over by the police. No, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. You know what I mean? Whatever you want. But when they complain about people not having enough respect for the police, shit like this does not help. Breaking into somebody's house, rush, basically rushing him, put, putting a finger in his face. There's nothing happening in this dude's house. Have a look. Should you have opened the door? Yeah, no. You that to you. No, I told you why I wouldn't open the door is because of what is going around this virus right. now. Fuck off right. and get out of here. What's Fuck off and get out of here. I'm sorry, Look at you. You might you, have it. Fucking do I'm sorry, Everything's all right. Go Come on. Get in. Fucking unbelievable, isn't it? Door-to-door inspections, kicking down people's doors just to look around their house. This is creepy as fuck. (laughs) Come on in, you dickhead. (laughs) Come on! Get in here, dickhead. Go on, have a look. Have a look, dickhead. Have a look, dickhead. Yeah, yeah. No going on in here, is there? So what you mean, put me... Don't, you, don't kick somebody's door down for no reason and then ask them to remain calm, you fuck. You're through for them! Fucking do one! You're fucking pathetic. Get out of here! <laughs> like I said, he's treating them with the appropriate level of respect in this instance, as far as I'm concerned. And if you look on the copper's face at that moment when he's saying, you're fucking pathetic, that is the moment, I've, I think, when the cop realised that, wait a minute, are we the bad guys? Are we the baddies? <laughs> that famous Dave Mitchell clip, you know what I mean? Maybe I'll – hang on, let me, let me put it up for you. That, that's, the, <clears throat> that's the exact moment where the cop realised, wait, are we doing the right thing here? We've just kicked this poor bastard's door down. He hasn't done anything wrong. Are we the bad guys? Very well. This is what it looks like. Now we'll see how these Russians deal with a crack SS division. Uh, Hands. Have courage, my friend. Yeah. uh, 
Hans, I've just noticed something. These communists are all cowards. Have you looked at our caps recently? Our caps? The badges on our caps. Have you looked at them? What? <laughs> no. A bit. They've got skulls on them. <laughs> have you noticed that our caps have actually got little pictures of skulls on them? I don't, uh... Hands. Are we the baddies? Let's <laughs> see. We should be able to hold... Are we the bad guys? <laughs> That's what this fucking video reminds me of. This very moment where he's like, look at you, you're fucking pathetic. And the cop is looking at him going, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> pathetic. Get out of here. You look, at, look at that. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no. The violins are playing. Oh, wait. Am I pathetic? Am I the bad guy? Oh. <laughs> yes, you are. Disgrace. And you got all else to do. You want to you've put my fucking door through. Yeah, I hope you're going to fucking... Yeah, we have. We have kicked your door in. What are you going to fucking do to that? Oh, shut your fucking mouth, you fucking brain dead cunt. One of the coppers that see that this they can't do anything to the guy. He hasn't done anything. He's alone in his own home. They have no reason to be there. They had no reason to kick his door down. Scored says he's a broken man, the policeman. The look of shame. <laughs> so one of the coppers at the back starts mouthing off, Have you fill out your report? And he's like, Oh, shut your mouth, you brain dead cunt. <laughs> and he just walks out. <laughs> I love this clip. He just walks out with his tail between his legs. And again, I'm not an anti-cop guy, but if you're going to do shit like this to innocent people, what do you fucking expect? The internet is going to eat this up. If you're going to go around kicking innocent people's doors in, questioning them in their own home, demanding that you look around their house for no reason whatsoever and then acting like the man about it, the internet is going to fucking laugh at you. Get out! Fucking paid, what, 20 grand a year to be a fucking knobhead? <laughs> 20 grand a year to be a fucking knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> he's just now he's just brutalizing them. <laughs> fuck off. Get out. Fuck off. Am I fucking out? Get the fuck out. See ya. What are you? Bye. Bye. So they break his door and then just leave it. They should fix it now. I want to see them there with the fucking tool belt, with the hammer, with the liquid nails, fixing that guy's door. Fucking idiots. Broke me fucking door. Look at the fucking state of this. Wow. Huh? British fucking police. Look at the fucking state of it. Unreal. Everything is going really well. Everything's going really well. 
Here's another quick one for you. <clears throat> Police forced to apologize as man dropping off food for vulnerable family is handcuffed. Let's <laughs> Let's have a look, shall we? Let's have a look. The thin blue line, ladies and gentlemen. We we knew this stuff was going to happen. We knew that it was going to go next level. Let's have a look. Am I being threatened? Turn around. Turn around. Am I being threatened? Turn around. Are you going to get threatened? Your hands on your head, like I'm telling you. Fucking unreal. I haven't done anything wrong. You just told me to put them on my head. You can't tell me to do one thing and then tell me to do something else. Put your hands behind your back. Yeah, I don't I don't know why people are losing respect for the police during this coronavirus thing. I guess it's just a fucking coincidence. You're dying to spray that you. I know. What's up with you? Yo, ask me to do something and I'll do it. You said put your hand why have you put it on my wrist like that, man? Twist that top one around. Yeah, twist the top one around, man. Excessive that mate. Get his badge number, we're all complaining about him. Yo, loosen the top one. Yo, don't, yo, loosen the top things, man. Fuck. This is just a fucking shit show. All of it. All of it's a shit show. Riot police chasing people off the beach. People being having their doors kicked down for nothing. Fucking give me a break. Police were forced to apologise after a man who said he was dropping off food for vulnerable family members was threatened with spray and arrested. Footage shows the moment Greater Manchester police officer approached the man outside an address in Fallowfield, Man Manchester, on Friday. The man told the officer he's picking up a plant at the same time and then asked him, give me a ticket for what? You're a bored guy. There's groups of people all over the place. He refuses to give his details to the male officer and then told he faces arrest for breaking COVID guidelines. Remember, they're not laws yet. They're COVID guidelines. They're recommendations. The officer then threatens to spray him if he does not comply. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is fantastic. Okay. Where's my next story here? Tell you what, we'll break it up a little bit. Uh, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, we've been covering Cardi B on this show for a while. We're big fans of Cardi B here on The Daily Boogie. We've been fans of her since she sat down with Bernie Sanders and did that little video in the hair salon. Do you remember that? Talking to Bo uh, Bernie about solving the world's problems, solving America's economy. Yeah, so what you want to do with all of these, like, motherfuckers who, like, you know... Who go to school and then can't afford pay their school back, Bernie, huh? What you gonna do about that? Like, you gotta give them, you gotta give them, like, free health care so your grandma can get a fucking pussy check that they're gynecologist, you know? Like, this government shutdown, y'all, it's like fucking scary, man. Like, yeah, Obama shut the government down because that's because of health care. So, we've been fans of Cardi for a long time. So, this was sent through by Kitty Razor, ladies and gentlemen. Cardi B, I think. It's starting to get to her. She's starting to feel the effects of coronavirus. She's starting to feel a little locked in. She's a she's a free bird. She needs to spread her wings. Say what you will about Cardi, but she's obviously a lover of freedom. I mean, look at her. <laughs> this is somebody who loves freedom. 
So now she's doing these little Instagram live streams from her home and it's starting to get to her. She's starting to get down because the the lovely bird, the the, the wonderfully colourful and gorgeous Cardi B can no longer spread her wings in the world and it's starting to weigh her down. So let's have a look. She's doing eating cereal. <laughs> eating on camera is always a good thing. Yeah, right. Everything she does is loud. Even the way she eats cereal is loud. Everything's loud with Cardi. She's never quiet. Even when she put, you can hear her put the cereal in her mouth and it's like. (laughs) Her mouth is like a fucking megaphone. Have a listen. She screams all the time. Dirty niggas share one room, one cell. What's Unless you're one of them motherfuckers that's crazy and you in the box and you just in one of them. I know how a wife thing- <laughs> Anyone, anybody, uh, <laughs> Piper, she eats like a pig. <laughs> anybody translate that? Yo, imagine being like one of them dudes, like one of the niggas in like a 30 cell. And 30 other niggas in here, and like you in the back corner, and you're like one of these niggas who can like be in the box and shit, and you're just in there, like fucking there. Imagine that. Crazy, and you in the box, and you just in one of them. Thank you for coming. See you I know Howard Weinstein was not in Rikers Island with 30 niggas in round room. I know he in PC somewhere by his motherfucking self in a motherfucking cubicle. Cubicle. How fuck out of everybody in Rikers Island? You got. <laughs> The, the pout. Why the pout? How fuck out of everybody in Rackers Island? <laughs> like, that's a thinking face. That's a Tucker face. You got the vibes. You got the vibes. Everybody, motherfucker, all these niggas in the 30 nigga in the cell, and you got a motherfucker in there, and then everybody. You got a virus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. A prison cubicle. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love her. <laughs> She's crazy as fuck. Listen, she eats loud. But I ain't gonna talk about it no more. You wanna know why I ain't gonna talk about it no more? <laughs> Lucifer Sam in the chat. Oh my god, what happened to Michelle Obama? Because I ain't trying to die. I ain't trying to die, motherfucker. She can't even... Once the cereal is in her mouth, it's loud. But even she even picks the cereal up with her spoon loudly. Like, she has to smash the, the spoon against the fucking bowl. Everything she does is loud. Because I ain't trying to die. Listen. You're like, bang, bang. <laughs> I ain't trying to die. Everything she does is 120%. I, I'm a very influential bitch. There's 118,000 <laughs> people viewing my shit. And if I put niggas on blast. On blast. <laughs> oh, oh, motherfucker. 118 niggas enjoy my shit. If I put niggas on blast. Mm-mm. I ain't trying to die and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love her. 
He's the best. <laughs> Just looking up at the sky. Put niggas on Blair. Put nigga on Blair. Very influential bitch. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, the milk dribbling down, <laughs> dribbling down her chin. <laughs> and it covers her face while you can hear it. <laughs> Mouth open while she chews. All class. Her name is Joe, people. The shit is real. I just, you know what I'm saying? The shit is real. You know what I'm saying, y'all? I just want the shit to be motherfucking over. Mm-hmm. Don't we all, Cardi? I'm tired. She's one of you. Home. I'm tired of like, being this home. Really <clears throat> this is really This is real nigga shit right here. I'm putting nigga on black. Hey, you know what I be saying? I be saying, I be saying, I'm <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm convinced that she has her own language. I think she speaks in Cardi, right? But she speaks in a way, here's the way I put it. Where she's either we're either too we're either too overdeveloped to understand what she's talking about mentally or we're too underdeveloped. Right? So like I think she speaks at such a high level intellectually that we are so unevolved that we can't pick it all up. Like there's too many gaps in our understanding of communication to pick up what Cardi is, as they say, putting down. So in a thousand years from now, when aliens land on planet Earth and start going through all of these archives. They'll come to Cardi B and they'll say she was the most intelligent person who ever lived because she speaks in a way that nobody else could understand. <laughs> Straight ghetto crack speaks is for like you. Uh, Piper Hire saying I'm wrong. Well, that's easy enough to prove. Let tell you what. Let's come back here in a thousand years and you can tell me that I'm wrong then. <laughs> Didn't think so. <laughs> hey, you know what I was saying? I was saying I was saying I was saying a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They be talking about like, oh, why these celebrities complaining about going home, nah. being home? Y'all got movies and y'all got shit like that. <laughs> but let me tell you something. This is why we complaining. Let me tell you why a bitch like me is complaining, right? Why? Because I'm not fucking used to not doing shit. Okay. That's what my motherfucking problem is. I ain't used to be, being at home, not doing shit, just recording, recording, recording. I like to see people. I like to get dressed up. To be honest with you, I cannot even like, I cannot even go and visit my family. I really can't go visit my family because at the end of the day, like, like I want to go to New York so bad. New but York. I feel like if I get on a plane, I don't know the pilots. I don't know none of these niggas fucking got the virus. <laughs> <laughs> if I get on a plane, I don't know if these pilots or none of these niggas got a virus. So I don't want to, I don't want to go. To my family and give it to somebody. Oh, everybody in my family got kids, and I ain't trying to give it to no no kids. I don't want to die, y'all. So it's like that's why I'm fucking complaining because of. Somebody in the chat in the Instagram stream says Cardi B for president. Fucking why not? Bitch is fucking bored, and my pussy is is has been out fucked. <laughs> I didn't know that. I haven't watched this yet. There you go. 
<laughs> we got the lowdown from Cardi. It's <laughs> all class. Nah, I don't know how many of these niggas got the fucking virus. I ain't been there trying to motherfuckers on a plane and shit. And it'd be like, you ain't like one of those 30 niggas there in the in the prison cubicle. And you know, like, you be in there and you're going crazy because you're like up in a box and shit. And you're like, motherfucker. So like, you know, I'm going crazy in this bitch. Cause like, I ain't somebody like to uh, like, you know, stay around. I just in here recording, recording, recording. And there's only so much can do. Like my pussy is fucked out. <laughs> All class, Cardi. No, no kids. So it's like that's why I'm fucking complaining because a bitch is fucking bored and my pussy is is has been out fucked. Fucked. Mm. Huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, Cardi? Uh, people in the in the chat saying this is awful. Uh, she's a pig. Don't worry. Wait until wait until the other thing that I'm going to show you. You will be fucking offended, man. <laughs> Guarantee it. You may never come back to this live stream ever again when I show you this other piece that I've got. This other piece of magic. That occurred over the Easter long weekend. All right, let's skip ahead here because I do have other stuff I want to get to. This is the moment when it all gets too real because right now we're eating cereal. Sure, we're angry. We're sharing our thoughts. We're trying to make the world a better place, but eventually it all catches up with Cardi and it gets too much, too much to bear. And then the full, the full scale of the situation, ladies and gentlemen, crashes down upon her. Like, I'm alive. Like, where the fuck am I gonna... You know what I'm saying? Like, I could do this. You know what I'm saying? This shit cost me about $10, the whole pack, and it brings, like, uh, Talking six about necklaces. And I just... <laughs> bragging about her $10 necklace. She's <laughs> <laughs> working class hero. I think it's so, like, cute. And I think it's Instagram. Adorable and just... Girly. Girly. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> she just swears for no reason. Here it comes. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Cardi, no. No, babe, no. So frustrating. Oh. Oh, Cardi. Cardi. Cardi, it's so awful being locked in your house. Every day, not able to go anywhere. I know. I know, babe. I know, babe. It is terrible. It's so frustrating. Oh, Carly. I hate seeing her cry. I'd much rather see her happy self. I'm mean, a pussy for getting fucked out, y'all. Ain't fucking frustrating, motherfucker. You niggas in a prison cubicle. Old man Rasta, thanks for the diamond. I'm trying to eat my lunch to her nasty lip smacks. <laughs> Carry on, brave sir. I'm just really going through some things because... Oh, don't cry. I'm just tired of being bored. Like I'm tired of being bored. And the rest of society is like, what the fuck do you think is our problem half of the time? 
We don't have, you know, fly to New York money. Like, I shouldn't be eating cereal. Like, I should be in a restaurant eating sushi. Oh! <laughs> oh it's so terrible. <laughs> oh, no. That elitism just, you can't help it, can you? It just comes out. It just fucking comes out. The girl from the ghetto, the girl from the street. I should I shouldn't even be here eating fucking cereal with your motherfuckers. I shouldn't be here doing this live stream. It's fucking making me crazy. I'm just so I'm just so frustrated. I shouldn't be in here eating this fucking cereal. I should be in a restaurant eating sushi. <laughs> well now I have no fucking sympathy, Cardi. Now I couldn't give a fuck. It's <laughs> coming. I'll see you now. Now I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> now I'm happy she's upset. <laughs> People are like, fuck you. <laughs> I should be in a I should be in a restaurant eating sushi. How awful. Like I shouldn't be because I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just like I'm, I'm one I'm one of you. I'm just dealing with the same thing you're dealing with. I'm just one of you. Like your problems are my problems. Some things because I'm just tired of being bored, like for real. Yeah. For real, y'all. Like I shouldn't be eating cereal. Like I should be in a restaurant eating sushi. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. Like, why are we going through this? I don't want this. <laughs> why are we going through this? Why can't I get my sushi? God damn it. <laughs> oh, it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> why are we going through this? Dear, dear. <laughs> Lou Frigno, I mean, uh, we all hate her, but she is right. Well, first, I don't hate her, but yeah, she's right. But she's right from her perspective. You know what I mean? So I don't have sympathy that she can't go to a restaurant and eat sushi. But I don't care that she eats sushi for breakfast, right? But I think everybody should be able to go out and not have cereal. Like, you, you, so you're quite correct. She is right. Like, it is frustrating. It is wrong. But it's funny from her, like, to be crying over the fact that you miss sushi so much. You know what I mean? It's, it's funny to me that she's crying because the idea of her eating cereal and being locked in her house is like a fucking travesty, right? It's it's a it's a pure disaster. It shouldn't be allowed to happen. It's awful. <laughs> I should be eating sushi, motherfucker, niggas. <clears throat> oh, Cardi. Cardi. Oh, babe. It's awful, isn't it? Just processing, processing the, the tears in a cereal. <laughs> Lizard bites in the chat. Whoa, whoa, that was a quick turnaround, wasn't it? So she just decided right towards the end of the broadcast. Okay, that's enough crying now. Have a look at this. It's only up for a split second. She's processing the sadness, processing the sadness, processing the sadness, and then boom, she's happy again. Watch this. Mm, okay. <laughs> Okay, it's all better now. Now we're happy. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The great Cardi B. 
This was sent to me uh, a few days ago by a friend on Twitter. Thank you for coming. I see you in hell. Frozen Asian, ladies and gentlemen. Follow Frozen Asian who hosts the Sunday night shit show every Sunday at between 9 and 10 p.m., I think, here on DLive, dlive.tv slash Sunday night shit show, I think you'll find. I keep forgetting the fucking URL. Sorry, man. Um, or is it SN? SN just follow Frozen Asian. Follow Frozen Asian and follow him around everywhere where he goes and ask him constantly, what's the URL? What's the URL again? What time is it on? Can you tell me what the URL is, please? I keep forgetting the URL. Can you tell me what the URL is? Can you post the URL in the chat, man? What time is it again? Is it Sunday? Is it nine? Is it 10? Is it the Sunday night shit show? Is it the shit show on Sunday? Are you Frozen Asian? Are you Frozo? What time is it? What's the URL? Just do that constantly. <coughs> then you'll find out. <coughs> So somebody sent me this clip earlier in the week and I just, I found this, not this clip, but this particular tweet I found earlier today, which made me laugh fucking hysterically, calling it the Chinese virus is racist. Someone sent me this clip earlier in the week from uh, Bill Maher. I've, I still like Bill Maher. I'm a fan of Bill Maher. And I have been for a long time. He makes me laugh. I don't care. And it reminds me like I used to like Jon Stewart as well. And it reminds me of a time when you could laugh, like political disposition. So there's there's going to be a whole bunch of, uh, you know, conservative MAGA people watching now who just back out and go, fuck this, I'm not listening to this guy. This is liberal shit. There used to be a time when you could listen to, um, you know, the political disposition of the person on television or the person telling the jokes or the person making a statement really didn't matter as much as it did now. But now you're you're only allowed to listen to conservative media you're only allowed to listen to conservative music you're only allowed to listen to conservative watch conservative artists you're only allowed to listen to conservative comedians fuck all that shit so i've always liked bill maher and you know bill maher is more based than a lot of fucking conservatives are on a bunch of issues like islam for example <laughs> so you know don't give me that shit uh i'm big fan of bill hicks um i used to love christopher hitchens when he was still alive bill hicks when he was still alive too so somebody sent me this clip. I'm not going to play the whole clip, but just the first little part of it. And now, of course, as you can imagine, Bill Maher is being chased by the people who, you know, would have said that they love Bill Maher a week ago. Oh, he's big lefty. We love him. He hates Trump, blah, blah, blah. Now they hate him again because that's how fickle some people can be in this hyper-partisan uh, partisan environment. So let's have a look. And finally, new rule. You can't yell at someone for breaking a rule you just made up. <laughs> Scientists, yes, scientists who are generally yes, pretty liberal, have been naming diseases after the places uh, they came from for a very long time. Zika is from the Zika forest, Ebola from the Ebola River, Hantavirus, the Hantan River. There's the West Nile virus and Guinea worm and Rocky Mountain spotted fever and of course the Spanish flu. MERS stands for Middle Eastern respiratory syndrome. It's plastered all over airports and no one blogs about it. So why should China get a pass? Because they own your country now. That's why. Congressman Ted Lieu tweeted, the virus is not constrained by country or race. I'll see you in hell. Be just as stupid to call it the Milan virus. No, that would be way stupider because it didn't come from Milan. And if it did, I guarantee we'd be calling it the Milan virus. 
Jesus fucking Christ. Can't we even have a pandemic without getting offended? When they, I remember, I remember saying on this show, like it's only in the West can we be faced with this fucking apparent viral outbreak and pandemic. You can have your individual freedoms and personal liberty squashed and pissed on from a great height. And only in the West would we find a way to make the conversation about racism. He named Lyme disease after a town in Connecticut. The locals didn't get all ticked off. <laughs> Tick, ticked off. Thank you for coming. Seriously, <laughs> it scares me idiot. that there are people out there who would rather die from the virus than call it by the wrong name. <laughs> this isn't about vilifying a culture. This is about facts. It's about life and death. We're barely four months into this pandemic, <clears throat> and the wet markets in China, the ones where exotic... Oh, if you, if you wanted any uh, example of why the West is so cucked, there was an article floating around last week. I've retweeted it. It's on my timeline, so have a look at Boogie Bumper, ladies and gentlemen. If you, if you wanted further examples of how cucked the West is, they were saying that... The article was saying that there's a debate about whether the wet markets should be closed or not. <laughs> so it's like, here in the West, we've shut down our entire fucking economy. We've shut down all of our stores. We've shut down all of our markets, right? We're arresting people on the street for having the audacity of walking outside of their own home. We are, you know, fining people for the for having the audacity of walking around outside their own home. No, nobody goes to work, nobody works at the markets, nobody sells shit. Fuck you, right? But allegedly the story that we've been told, if the story is correct, that the virus itself that we're all now shutting our countries down for and getting arrested for, apparently the source of this virus, what does cuck mean? We did a video about Jake Tapper explaining the word cuck a long time ago. Maybe I should bring that up after this, just for a little bit of flashback fun. Fuck it, I will. Who cares? It's Monday. We're having fun. So while we're shutting down our entire economy, shutting down our, our stores and everything, over in China, they're just debating whether or not the apparent location that, that caused the virus in the first place should be shut down. They're just having a discussion about it. <laughs> we're already way ahead of that curve. Where's this video? Okay, you know what? I'll find it just for fun. Just for fun. Why not? A bit of self-indulgence here on Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Only 48 people watch this clip, so... Oh, look at that old Matrix set that we used to have here. God, how horrible. So this was around the time of Roy Moore. I'll put it up on the screen for you. Because somebody was asking, what does cuck mean? Well, I think Jake Tapper should explain it for you. But it's somewhere in this clip. I just have to find and it. And that would be accurate. By saying credibly accused. God, I was sick then too. Had the corona flu. <laughs> I think this is it. has no plans to endorse Stewart, but it remains to be seen if any of this matters. After all, this is a man, Stewart, who called Republican gubernatorial nominee Ed Gillespie last year a <laughs> cuck-servative. 
a conservative. That's an insult that Virginia Republican Party Chairman John Whitbeck last year told the Washington Post is, quote, not acceptable in political discourse under any circumstances. About Stewart's victory, distressed. Senator Cory Gardner of Colorado told CNN. Many Republicans that today are distressed. <laughs> I bet they are. Because they're now realizing that the uh, anti-politically correct people are starting to win primaries. I bet they're fucking distressed, to be brutally honest with you. I would be too. Again, if I was a quote-unquote conservative, here, here comes the piece de resistance, my friends. Here is the cherry on top, the icing on the cake, the cinnamon on top of the cappuccino. So this was June 20, 2018. Fucking hell. The chocolate layer on top of whatever, the cake. <laughs> what? Please, Jake Tapper, pray tell, what is a cuckservative? And that the National Republican Senate Committee, the group he chairs, has no plans to endorse Stewart. But it remains to be seen if any of this matters. After all, this is a man, Stewart, who called Republican gubernatorial nominee Ed Gillespie last year a cuckservative. A cuckservative. That's an insult that Virginia Republican Party Chairman John Whitbeck last year told the Washington Post is, quote, not acceptable in political discourse under any circumstances. The, 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 when we played this, I, f I fucking loved it so much because the memeing got to a point. Remember the good old days of winning? Remember the good old days of what it felt like to win? That we actually got Jake Tapper on his CNN show to explain the definition of cuck. Like, he explains it. You're watching your wife have sex with a black man. It's fucking unreal. <laughs> I sound younger, Boogie. I had worse gear then, too. We haven't got to the description yet. But how's that for a headline? Uh, man accused of being cuckservative says that the insult cuckservative is not acceptable. <laughs> Way to disprove the insult, man. Way, way to good comeback. Good comeback. You get called a cuckservative and you come out and say, Well, sir, I'm sorry, but the term cuckservative is unacceptable in civil political discourse. It's like, there you go. There he is. <laughs> it reminds me of a story. Um, This is a, an Australianism. Shout out to Vox. 100 years and the, the match is called the ashes right and play types i don't know if you have that the english captain got to skip ahead to the definition and the aussie captain and he goes i don't bastard conservative <laughs> how dare you describe me as a conservative sir that kind of speech is unacceptable it is offensive and i demand an apology and i'm like there's a conservative <laughs> there you go <laughs> back in 2018 you could say conservative idiots <laughs> absolute idiots all right, carry on. It's an insult that Virginia Republican Party Chairman John Whitbeck last year told the Washington Post is, quote, not acceptable in political discourse under any circumstances, noting that the term is, quote, used by white nationalists. Uh, white Those nationalists. white nationalists use the go. term, Here we go. which combines cuckold with conservative, <laughs> to suggest that Republicans who condemn racism <laughs> like to watch their white wives cheat on them with black men. That's what the term means. Normally, Republicans in Washington, D.C. would distance themselves from the stink of such a candidate. And now Stewart has the most powerful Republican in the nation. I bet you didn't think it was possible. I bet you did not think it was possible. You, you know, once upon a time, we were amazed when uh, CNN personality after CNN personality came out and used the word shithole repeatedly. Now you literally have Jake Tapper on his primetime cable news show 
describing accurately and with detail what a cuckold is. <laughs> Jakey, Jake, you don't even know. <laughs> he doesn't even know what he's doing. Oh. <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. A little flashback from the vault of, um, <clears throat> I think this was pre-podcast days. That's when we were just doing the one show once a week on a Thursday night. <laughs> it's a term used by white nationalists to infer that a politician likes to watch his white wife sleep with black men. <laughs> Fucking incredible, isn't it? Uh, that's on my YouTube channel somewhere. <clears throat> if you have a look for it. Uh, where shall we go from here, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, yes. You know what? You know what? Let's do this one. Because I know you've all been waiting for it. I know you've all been waiting. And I really need a hotkey now for this because we use it so very often, ladies and gentlemen. We've been talking about over-policing. We've been talking about police, you know, perhaps overstepping the bounds when it comes to what is considered legal. We had, we have a, a situation in Australia where they're handing out fines to people, not even sure whether it's legal to do so or not. We have a situation in the UK where we played the video of the guy getting his door kicked down by the police just so they can walk in there and take a look around. He hasn't done anything wrong. <clears throat> he hasn't broken any law. And he treats them, I think, with the appropriate level of respect by saying, get the fuck out of here, you brain-dead cunt, which I think is the perfect response when something like that happens. But these kinds of situations, ladies and gentlemen, these would, you know, handing out fines to people out overstepping the bounds of what is considered legal by the police, these kinds of situations, why... They only happen in places like the UK. You would only see that kind of thing in the UK because, you know, those crazy UK people, they've given up their country already. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. You would only see that kind of thing in the great nation of Australia, ladies and gentlemen, because as we all know, the Australians, they gave their guns away. So you would never see that happen in a place like the United States because we got our constitution, we got our second amendment, goddammit. If the police try to pull some shit like that down here, we'd be marching on Washington. Because you sons of bitches, you give your guns away. So as you all know, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the world's favorite game show. That's right. Live from the D-Live studios with your host, Boogie Bubba, it's time for everybody's new favourite game show, The United Kingdom. Come on down. Come on down, United Kingdom. <clears throat> Australia. Come on down. Come on down, Australia. And our newest contestant, the United States of America. Come on down. You're the next contestant on It Will Never Happen Here. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, it'll never happen here. Thanks to uh, Y Centered for sending this one through. 
People ticketed $500 each after attending Greenville drive-in service. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Greenville is in Mississippi, right? So while we've been covering these stories of over-policing, while we've been covering these stories of people having their civil liberties smashed, people were dis- they were dismissing it when we said it was going to happen, and they're dismissing it now that it's happening by saying what? Well, that's only happening in blue states. That's happening in blue states. It's all those demon rats that are doing it. It's happening in the blue states, not happening in red states, you see. So you wrong again, you foreign son of a bitch. You don't understand. We still got our guns. We going to march on Washington. Right? <laughs> so now Greenville is in Mississippi, which last time I checked is not a blue state. It's not a blue state, Mississippi. It's a very red state, Mississippi. Mississippi is a red state. Just so you know, red states, it's happening there too, okay? Okay? It'll never happen here. Well, church members attend a drive through service, but get $500 tickets from police instead. <laughs> Two churches in Greenville calling the mayor's new order a violation of their rights. Three in your size, Chelsea Sellers, has more information on this story. Drive-in church service in Greenville is creating conflict in the city. Not everything's worth fighting for, but this is worth fighting for. And, and so we're, we're going to stand on it. Lee Gordon is a Washington County supervisor. He's also a longtime member of Temple Baptist Church. As the virus pandemic runs its course, the church has run a drive-in service using a radio frequency that can only be heard within a block from the church. However, <laughs> that- so they're not even getting out of Greenville, South Carolina. But it says here, Greenville, Mississippi. It says in the story, Greenville, Mississippi. What am I missing here? Is there more than one Greenville? Because Piper keeps saying it's South Carolina, South Carolina, South Carolina. I think there's more than one Greenville. So this, they sound like they're from, this guy sounds like he's from Mississippi to me. So putting that to one side, I think this particular one is in Mississippi and I'm going to take Kimmy's word for it because she sent me the story and she's from Mississippi. So putting that to one side, um, it's okay. It happens all the time. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's Greenville everywhere. There's a Greenville and, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, the Forrest Gump movie, wasn't he? For, oh, no, he was from Greenbow. He was from Greenbow, Alabama. My mistake. See, I got I got something wrong too. It happens. Let me just put that down in the diary. On April 13, Boogie was wrong about something. Got it. Wow, it's really, it's really empty in there. Um, <laughs> pat myself on the back. <clears throat> so... They're not even getting out of their own fucking car now. How do, no more peace be with you. How do how the hell are you going to book people for not respecting social distancing? Are you profiling by his accent? Yes, I am, Phil. And Phil being from New York, don't make me break out my horrible New York accent again to profile you, sir. Follow Winning TV on DLive, by the way. DLive.tv slash winning TV. How the hell are you gonna find people? They're not even getting out of their car. At least our police are fighting people for walking around in a group. It'll never happen here. No, no, you don't even have to get out of your car. 
ladies and gentlemen, in the United States. A drive-through church service will get you a $500 fine. And yet another example of my American brothers and sisters' addiction to drive-through services. Drive-through pharmacy, drive-through doctor, drive-through food, drive-through alcohol, drive-through weed dispensaries, and now drive-through police fines. (laughs) We just don't want to get out of our cars ever again. I want to go to church, get my weed, get my alcohol, get my hamburgers, get my prescription and get my police record at all at the same time in the same trip without leaving the car. Horrifying stuff. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. You might as well just go inside then. Exactly, Lou. Police started coming up and, and we said, no, you know, we think we're in our rights. So they started issuing t- tickets, $500 tickets. Uh, I don't know. It may have been 15, I mean, 20 to 30 tickets. It may have been 15, 20 to 30 tickets. Uh, everybody got one. It wasn't per car. There was, you know, me and my wife was in a car together and both of us got tickets. A similar wow. problem just a few streets away at King James Baptist Bible Church. But they tell me we can't have church because social dish. But look at the police, what they doing. So the police is above the law. Their pastor yeah. is suing the mayor under the representation of the First Liberty Institute. I, I do find it funny now. If you go on black Twitter, you'll see like, so on, you know, regular Twitter, people are complaining like, oh, they're, they're, taking, our, they're taking our rights away. They ain't letting us go to church. The police is harassing us on the street. And there's a whole people, a whole bunch of people on black Twitter is like, motherfucker, I've been telling you this for 35 fucking years. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Well, I don't understand. We ain't doing nothing wrong. Why the, Why is the police coming up to me on the streets and harassing me? Why is the police trying to tell me that I need to go home? I don't understand this. Why is the police chasing me around on the street? I ain't doing nothing wrong. You go over to black Twitter and they're like, damn, these white motherfuckers, they just figuring this shit out, huh? <laughs> well, the police is acting like they above the law. You don't say, motherfucker. <laughs> There is a black Twitter. Yes, there is a black Twitter. Where have you been, Brett? Black Twitter is fucking where it's at. So they're they're now looking at everyone else going, we've been trying to tell you, motherfucker. (laughs) You ain't listening. We've sent a letter to the mayor saying that that order is unconstitutional, illegal, and must be withdrawn. His congregation pulls into their parking lot. They leave their windows open. They stay inside their cars. He remains outside at a distance removed from them preaching uh, either through the use of a bullhorn or just through the use of his own look at look at what's happening sometimes you just have to we all black now says piper ohio rachel dolzeal was ahead of the curve kimmy says black twitter is life yeah that uh ben k veritas thank you for joining us the whole back of the blue thing is kind of falling apart right now yeah you don't say it's almost, it's almost like they want people not to trust the police or something. Hmm. Isn't that the darndest thing? Trust in the uh, local law enforcement always crumbles before there's some kind of, uh, you know, retaliation. Historically. But sometimes you just have to take a step back and say, look, what the fuck is going on here? What the fuck is happening? Because there's so much mad stories around now, because there's so much crazy amongst us, like stories like this don't even make, you know, national headlines anymore. This would be internet. Like I follow it because I'm a news nerd, right? And you know, I'm a news nerd. And thanks again for sending me the link because you knew that I would like it because this is the kind of shit that we deal with on the Daily Boogie. 
But five years ago, this is like an international uproar event. Now it's just like, uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know what I mean? See, that probably horrifies me more than anything else. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thanks for the gifted sub, Winning TV. DLive.tv slash Winning TV. That probably horrifies me more than anything else. More than the overreach by the police, more than the trampling of individual freedoms in the name of flattening the curve, more than that is people's just uh, bland milk toast acceptance of it. And I'm not saying you need to, like, uh, you know, fucking pick up guns and start shooting people and stuff. That would be dumb, but at least don't just fucking don't uh, don't applaud it at least see that's a black pill if you want to take a black pill just talk to your friends and neighbors who probably like 70% of them agree with throwing people in prison if they leave their own home that will be black that will be a bigger black pill than anything i can give you just talk to people who agree with this kind of stuff who think it's a good idea and like we've said before on this show. Thank you for the diamond piper. For all my black brothers and sisters. There you go. She says we're all black now. <laughs> like we've said before on this show and brought evidence to back it up. If you thought that you, you know, the majority of people are with you when it comes to individual rights and individual freedoms, you're wrong. You, like myself, are in a teeny tiny little minority of people that give a fuck about this stuff. Most people will be willing to hand over their rights. They're begging to hand over their rights in the name of protection. And if it's not evident to you now, then, I don't, I don't know, you'll probably go to your grave believing that, you know, the whole rest of the country, whichever country you're in, feels the same way you do even as the police have fucking banned you from leaving your own home. You'll probably, as, the, as you're in your deathbed and the police are banning you from going outside, you'll probably, your last thought will be, oh, one day all, everybody else is going to uh, have a revolution. We're going to get our rights back. That you, you, You'll be on saving. All of us are. Because as long as the majority of people are just willing to go along with it, most appraising this, Monica in a chat, exactly. <laughs> One step too far. Thank you for joining us. Don't call me a minority boogie, you son of a bitch. <laughs> We're all black now, didn't you hear? As long as the majority of people are willing to go along with this, then that's where it shall remain. So. Ladies and gentlemen, one more, one more topic, one more thing for you tonight. I promised that I would offend a whole bunch of people, and I really want to. But I want to give you the option. I want to give you the choice. There's two ways we can offend people here. We can either offend people <clears throat> with a polyamorous relationship that sees a husband and wife living with their girlfriend and boyfriend. So the husband and wife are married and the wife has a boyfriend and the husband has a girlfriend and the four of them live together. Now the girlfriend has sex with the husband and the husband has sex with the wife and the wife has sex with the boyfriend, but the boyfriend and the girlfriend don't like each other. So they don't have sex. 
pretty mindless stuff. That's the first way. The other way that I, I really hope you vote number two on this is uh, Mark Rabidier. We've played a song of his before. Shout out to Joy of Pessy and Nightwave Radio, which is on Nightwave is on 10 p.m. tonight, by the way, with your host, Mersh, Night Daddy, Mersh the Merciful. Um, I only know Mark Rabidier because they played it on Nightwave. So we've played Mark Rabidier before. He did a live stream on Easter Sunday, which will be highly offensive to Christians. <laughs> Of which I am one, by the way. But just like Bill Maher, uh, I don't really care. If it makes me laugh, then it makes me laugh. The fact that it is so offensive is what makes me laugh. So I really want to show you this Mark Rabier clip from his live stream on Easter Sunday. But you have been forewarned. So you vote in the chat, number one or number two. You tell me what you want. Mr. America, thank you for joining us. Ah, oh, the twos have it. It's overwhelming. The twos, the twos, I'm sorry, ones, the twos overwhelmingly have it. Let's do this. <laughs> Thank you for voting too, by the way. So, I mean, if you are if you are a particularly, um, you know, easily offended Christian, then you might want to get the fuck out. I don't know. It's up to you. Or just, or you can just stay long enough to get offended and then call me a son of a bitch, whatever you prefer. Um, but I thought I thought this was absolutely fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, Mark Rabia is a loop. He's an improv musician, I guess you would call it. So people call up on his live stream and give him a topic and he writes a whole song, music, uh, lyrics and everything on the spot. And he does it using a loop machine, right? So he'll play a little riff on the piano and then he loops it. So it keeps playing. Then he comes up with the bass line and he comes up with a melody. Then he comes up with backing vocals and whatnot. So somebody called into his live stream on Easter Sunday and gave him the topic, what if Jesus was bisexual? <laughs> and I'm sorry, like, because people are going to say, oh, this is bullshit, you know, blah, blah, blah. In my opinion, if you're doing a show like his and you aren't willing to do whatever topic the person gives you, then you're a pussy, right? So he might be offended by the topic. I don't know. But if you're not willing to go like into the topic full ball and just give it your fucking best and be offensive, then you're a, you're a pussy. I'll see you in hell. So he goes for it. And you can tell at various moments of this little song that he himself is laughing like, fuck, this is really going to offend people. But he goes, he pushes it anyway. That's what I like. You go for it, man. So let's have a look. So he's been given this topic. He's already laughing like, fuck it. How am I going to do this? <laughs> and there comes a moment in every blasphemy. There comes a moment in every, uh, like, improv performance, I would think, and there's an element of improv in this where inside yourself you're, you're, you come to a, a crossroads and you're given the option, should I go ahead and say this thing or should I not? And, you know, you, if, you, if you're going to go for it, you may as well go for it. If you're going to do it, you may as well do it and go f You know what I mean? And he fucking goes for it, and that's what I love. So let's have a look. 
He's he's already he's already thinking about like all of the shit that's going to get poured on him from doing this topic. He's like, oh, okay, here we go. (laughs) In the name of the Lord, may we all have sex and may it be acceptable to God. In the name of the Lord, may we. He's like, I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> That's what makes it funnier. <laughs> have sex and may it be acceptable. I to love the God. echo, but the bit of reverb on there makes it great. In the name of the Christ, may we all get our fuck on and <laughs> may it all be good. Jesus. And if we fuck, we may fuck who we please, and that is. Is all part of design. <laughs> oh, blessed <laughs> he can't, He's already laughing because he knows he's going to be fucking pissing people off. <laughs> See, in the name of comedy, you've got to go for it, man. It, but it's it really sounds like to me like he was somebody who sang a few hymns, doesn't it? Like I don't know if he's if if that's based on some hymn or something, but just the way that he's singing it, and like the melody and shit, it sounds like you know if you took the words out of it, it sounds like people singing in a church. You know what I mean? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. He's like, oh, inside he's going, oh, no, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? What's wrong with me? But he goes for it still. Fuck your balls out. In the name of the doom and the name of the in that do ba 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 do ba do ba 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 All right, I'm just going to skip a bit ahead a bit here because there is a particular part of the song. So he built, like, he basically builds up the melody and starts putting bass lines and stuff in. Right? It's a dance track now. So you can all be sacrilegious on this Easter long weekend. I, I, I fucking love the way he moves. He's the guy from the restaurant. Teddy Spaghetti, he must be a Catholic. (laughs) 
Yes, the topic is bisexual Jesus. Because what's going to happen here is like after I play this, there's going to be a bunch of people who said he was said he was a Christian. Why is he playing this stuff? I've always been people who are long time listeners to this program and the live stream before it. People who say that shit look like fucking morons to uh, the people who have been around long enough to know. Because I've always been from day one, I've been saying right. Uh, you can't go around saying that you're anti-PC. You can't go around saying, oh, the fuck with snowflakes, don't want to be offended, and then get offended by stuff. Because I'm against all of that, all of that shit. Regardless of whether, like, I have some kind of personal connection to the thing that they're making fun of, right? If you're one of these people that uh, goes around, you you like you put out, like, memes about Muslims and stuff, like, they're, oh, they're camel fuckers and shit like that, and you have a good laugh about, uh, you know, memeing the Quran and stuff. Like, yeah, don't be so PC, man. Why are you so PC? But then <clears throat> when somebody comes out and makes um, a song about Jesus, you get all cut up about it and you fucking put your panties into a twist. You're the kind of piece of shit that I don't, I don't want to have anything to do with. Because you don't really mean what you're saying. When people say, don't be PC, oh, don't be PC, don't be one of those snowflakes. You're one of the pieces of shit that is a snowflake. You are PC. You're just PC on the right. You're right-wing PC person. So fuck you. <laughs> so we're, now we're going to insult the Christians. <laughs> because, because why not? Because it's fun. Veritas of the chat. God loves fun. I want to skip ahead here to a part where he does. He he basically does a bit where it's some guy, a, a bisexual man, I assume, talking to God, and he impersonates God, which is really the sacrilegious part that I want to indulge in. So <laughs> let's skip ahead to that. This is improv, man. You gotta go for it. If you're gonna go for it, go for it. Fucking hardcore. Go hard or go home. Actually, need to give a little tip of the hat to Mersh on Nightwave Radio. Because he gets a lot of shit from people. And in amongst like the jokes and in amongst like the putting, uh, making fun of people, he can, he will occasionally drop like little nuggets of wisdom that I think a lot of people just roll past and roll over and don't understand. So there was an episode a while ago, <clears throat> he was making fun of a wrestling podcast called Turnbuckle. This had it like an effect on me when I was listening to it. He was making fun of a podcast called Turnbuckle Tabloid or something, some wrestling show. It's fucking terrible. But that's beside the point. 
So they had uh, this professional wrestler on who's involved in all kinds of personal crises and whatnot. Mersh had previously interviewed this wrestler and the clip went viral because Mersh was giving it to him both barrels, putting him on the spot, asking uncomfortable questions. And the podcast guys were giving him softball, easy questions. And Mersh put it to them. He, he made the point, right, in a sports, in a baseball analogy, if you're going to step up to the plate, you may as well take a swing at it. In other words, if you're going to put yourself out there, don't be, don't do it safe, right? Don't do it in a safe way because you're not going to, you're not going to change the world, right? You're not going to explode. Nobody's going to remember that. If you do it safe, nobody's going to care. You're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to achieve anything. You're not going to grow. You're not going to do anything if that's what your goal is. So if you step up to the plate, you may as well take a swing. You might strike out, but you might hit it over the fucking fence as well. Now, Mark Rabillier, I think he's got like a million fucking followers on Twitter. He tours worldwide. And so if you look at this, so he's got the topic bisexual Jesus. And what you're about to see is him in person, like all off the top of his head. Now, sure, this might have this might have failed dismally. It might have been a fucking disaster. It might have ended in in flames. But the reason that he's there, the reason he's this successful, the reason that he gets the world tours and he gets like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people watching him and enjoying what he does is because he takes a swing. Because if he had have got up there and been given this difficult topic and said, oh, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do it because it's too risky. It's too offensive. Nobody would be fucking watching him. Nobody would care if he's a good musician. Nobody would care if he's entertaining. Because he's not taking a swing at the ball. He's trying to bunt his way to first base. He's trying to bunt his way to home base. So when I was listening to that analogy, it's just like, fuck, man, that's good. Why did you take a fucking swing at it? You're up there. They're throwing pitches at you. You ain't going to bunch your way to... You ain't going to bunch your way to stardom. You've got Teddy Hart on. You may as well take a fucking swing at it. Of course, they completely ignored the advice that he dropped on them because they probably were playing it too safe. So, <laughs> Becca, shut up and get on with it. Done. Okay, let's go. All rise. All rise and be witness to the glory of God. God. Go to He's having a go. What up is guy? What's popping off, bitch? What's what popping off, guy? bitch? How you doing, baby? Yo, you mind passing that blunt? We don't have weed in heaven. You want to pass the shit? Because I'm trying to get high. Yo, it's God here. I'm trying to smoke a big bowl. I'm taking Smoke's all the questions. God's I'm getting high now. I'm jo- oh, thank you so much for that blunt. Hold on, let me hit that shit. Thanks for the blunt, guy. <laughs> 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 Woo! 
I'm feeling it. All right, I'm taking questions. It's God here taking your questions. God's taking Hello, questions. Hello, I have a question. Yes, go ahead, my child. I was just wondering, how do you feel about bisexual people with the bisexual orientation? Bisexual people? What does that mean? I'm not familiar with that term. Well, it means you enjoy having sex with men and women. Oh. Sex with men and women? Yes. Um, can, can I just say, as an artistic fucking critique, I love the fact that he's... Because God is always represented with the deep, booming voice, you know. I am God. Step forward, my child. I don't know if he intended to do it or he's done it by accident. Either way, it's still funny. He's given the human the big, booming voice, and God has them. Hey, I'm God. I'm getting fucking high. What's happening? <laughs> Imagine if you met God and he talked like that. Imagine if he talked like the nerd from The Simpsons. Hey, I'm God. I'm God. How can I help you? <laughs> I draw my talk on the deep fryer. I'll get it out. Oh, oh. <laughs> There's nothing uh, particularly in the Bible, I, I believe, that, that speaks to that. Uh, do, you, do you have an opinion? I mean, fuck, dude. Fuck, do whatever dude. the fuck you want, bro. <laughs> What? You heard me, bitch. <laughs> Do whatever the fuck you want. This is God. This is God. I'm speaking from heaven, and I'm telling you to do whatever the fuck you want. You want to fuck a dog? Well. I mean, that's weird. <laughs> this is the part where he's like, oh, shit. Maybe I should work, walk that one back just a little bit. <laughs> but... And probably the dog is not into that. So I would advise <laughs> against that. <laughs> you can see his face. He's like, oh, shit. Did I say that or just think it? But interhuman relationships? <laughs> fuck it, bro. Fuck it, bro. Fuck whatever the fuck you want to fuck. Jesus, God. you're. I'm fucking lit. I'm lit <laughs> as fuck. And I'm surprised you'd come to me with that question. I'm talking about love, acceptance, kindness towards each other. And you're asking me if you can or can't fuck this person or that person. I don't care. I'm God. <laughs> Get your fuck on, baby. <laughs> Dope. Love him and her at the same time, do that. Love whoever you want to love. There you go. Mark of BA, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Big Gay Veritas in the chat. I'm not donating this diamond, Mum. I'm not here. There you go. A great way to end tonight's proceedings with the fantastic Mark Rebillier. I put it in the chat. I hope I hope that plenty of you are now offended and you'll never be back. Because tomorrow we're going to have even more fun. <laughs> we're going to offend even more people.
what a great message too over the Easter long weekend. People are talking about resurrections. You can't have resurrection without erection. Thank you for the diamond winning TV. Jesus, forgive me, but that was funny as fuck. <laughs> you can't have resurrection without erection. So on this Easter long weekend, I think we should all remember the words of Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. Get your fuck on. I think that's. I think it's in the Bible. So, probably somewhere in the back. Probably somewhere in the back. So thank you for joining us. That brings us to the end of tonight's proceedings, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be back tomorrow night at 6 p.m. once again. So please, if you would, join us at 6 p.m. Don't forget to follow our friends at Real Person PLTCS, at Y Censored, at Mr. America to Be the Truth, Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen, JJ Stoner, the, the Great Irrational Times. I will put uh, the song, the new theme song, up on the YouTube page. Thank you once again to all of the boogers, all of the Patreons, all of the DLive tippers, and of course, the amazingly talented Irrational Times for the new theme song of the Daily Boogie. Absolutely fucking sensational. Uh, JJ Stoner, Joy of Pessy, thank you for having me on on the weekend. And I'll probably see you all if you're not doing anything later on, 10 p.m. tonight. Uh, I'll be tuning in to Nightwave. Oh, don't forget Frozen Asian Sunday night shit show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll be on listening to Nightwave at 10 p.m. tonight. So thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course... If you would like to tell me about how you get your fuck on, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Thank you to everyone who contributed tonight. Thank you for sharing the show out. Until tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, 6 p.m., stay calm, stay rational. God bless. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Opening the chest right now.